You are listening to the Tech Chef Podcast, episode number 28, November 10th, 2020. This show is produced in partnership with Hospitality Technology and Restaurant Technology Network. Smarter hotels, smarter restaurants. Hi, this is Sean Shankle. I'm the CEO of Fresh Technology and To Go Technologies. You are listening to my friend Skip on the Tech Chef Podcast. Off-premise strategy, business continuity. How about a taste test of restaurant technology? Drive-thru or curbside, mobile apps or AI. It's all on the menu, cooking up for the day. It's a recipe for success. You're in good hands with a tech chef. Make a plan to be your best. Strategize with the tech chef. Well, hello, my podcast family, and welcome back to another episode of The Tech Chef. I am your host, Skip Kimple, and I am so happy that you decided to take the time to download this show and join me today for another weekly dose of restaurant and hospitality technology news, information, and just some really good industry insight. My goal of this show is to help you find solutions to your business initiatives and help you strategize for a more effective, efficient, and profitable company. Don't miss a single episode and do me a favor and subscribe to this show. As long as I mention that, don't forget to give me a five-star ranking and please leave us a positive review. It really does help us with our exposure in the industry. Today, I have yet another trusted partner on to discuss how they can turn around your online ordering strategy to a winning and powerful relationship. I personally have used to-go technologies at the last two companies I have been with with huge success. To-go is a restaurant e-commerce platform that enables customers to order directly from your custom mobile app or website, and it is incredibly powerful and amazingly simple to use. To talk about this today, I have Sean Schenkel, Chief Executive Officer at Fresh Technologies and To-Go Technologies. This show will run a little longer than normal, but we have so many important things to discuss that could change your off-premise strategy forever. Oh man, Skip, thank you so much. It is great to be here. Um, I'm excited to be here and I'm um, looking forward to the conversation. Now, we talk all the time. This is the only time I've actually recorded it. So what you're saying is on record. Just, <laughs> yeah, right. Have to be careful now. <laughs> you do. Now, Sean, you have a very interesting background. Maybe you can share with us in regards to your, your history and how you went down the path in getting into the restaurant technology business. That certainly isn't where, you're, yeah. where you started. That's right. Um, yeah, it's kind of... Um, it's yeah. Who, who, I don't think um, I don't think I could have mapped this uh, this career um, uh, at the you know at the beginning of it all. But I I really love how it transpired. So um, I growing up was a, a musician and um, a songwriter. And after undergraduate after my undergraduate um, degree after getting my undergraduate degree at Indiana University, moved to Nashville, Tennessee to pursue a career in um, in songwriting and record production. And so. Um, that's what I did. And, um, I, um, was fortunate to get to write, uh, and, uh, make music with a lot of great writers and great artists. And, um, 
I loved being um, a record producer. Um, I had signed a publishing deal with uh, Warner Chapel, which was the publishing group uh, in the, the Warner Brothers family. And, um, and so I wrote for them for a number of years and also got to develop um, writers and songwriters. And so, um, you know, it was, it was really, it was great. Um, I, um, you know, I got to have songs on the radio and on records and, and TV and film and just, um, it was sort of a, a dream, um, you know, come true. And uh, I realized that I, I loved being um, a songwriter and I love being a record, record producer, especially when it comes to um, sort of crafting the sound and coordinating groups of people to sort of reach um, a certain outcome, um, meaning, uh, you know, like a recording that, that you will either hear or purchase. Um, and so I did that through the 2000s and in 2012, um, the economics of the record business changed quite a bit then, uh, and I sort of found myself burnt out, um, had worked quite a bit, and, you know, it was just the the rewards were a lot, um, they just had changed quite a bit. And so I decided it was time for me to do something else, and I had no idea what that meant. Um, and so a friend of mine was coming out of healthcare. And um, he and two people that he had worked for, one was the founder of a healthcare company. They had uh, just sold it. They were starting an online ordering company. And and my friend, um, uh, Dan Simpson is his name. He's the CEO of Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Um, and uh, he now, but uh, he was like, we're doing this. Do you want to come and help? And I was like, "I sure. I have no idea what that means. But um, I'm in. Let's let's see where this goes. And uh, that was in 2012, and that was to go technologies. And so, what I learned um, over basically the next several years was I truly loved the restaurant business, and I loved the uh, restaurant tech business. And I had spent those first several years just pounding the pavement up and down I-65 meeting with, you know, individual operators, spending time with them, listening to their needs, trying to talk and, and, you know, sell to go, but also understand what, what would make them successful with this sort of online ordering thing that was, that was really starting to um, get legs in the industry. And, um, and then I, um, I sort of worked my way through that and started building a portfolio of, um, of restaurants and, uh, and, and clients and really developing relationships with operators and other technologists. And uh, I just fell in love with it. Um, and then over time, um, I became the CEO of To-Go and the other uh, current company that um, I run, Fresh Tech, um, they were they became a minority investor in To-Go. And then um, a couple of years later, I became the CEO of Fresh Tech and we merged all the companies together. And so um, now, uh, now Fresh Tech is the uh, the parent company, and To Go is um, 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 a really powerful flagship product that we work on and uh, that we that we develop and and, and uh, sell. And so, I um, I realize there are a lot of similarities between food tech and the music business. And, um, you know, I like to tell people that when you're making a record, you're in the recording studio and you're working with live musicians, musicians are some of the most, they're, they're creative and they're cantankerous 
and they are opinionated and they are, they just, they are talented and they can create just this wonderful art. And I learned that software developers were the same way. <laughs> and so they are very talented and opinionated and um, this, this wonderful group of people to be with. And, um, and then, you know, chefs are like recording artists. They, um, they live oftentimes on some type of a continuum between artistic and, um, and uh, business acumen. And, um, and record labels are a lot like hospitality companies, meaning they're trying to um, coalesce these creative ideas into basically um, products that will, um, that will sell. And so the job of a record producer was to, um, to try to coordinate musicians to creating this outcome, this record, this vision, and that can ultimately make the artist happy and then sell to make the record labels happy. And it's similar with food tech. You know, we, we, we work to make chef's lives and make operators' lives better um, to satisfy guests and to drive revenue and profitability. And we've got this strong um, cadre of, um, of, you know, developers and, um, you know, engineers and, um, you know, operations folks that work, work uh, that we, we all sort of work together to, to bring that to fruition. And so I love to, um, I love the joke that, you know, being in the music industry was sort of the best, uh, best career prep that I could have asked for uh, to be in the, uh, the food tech business. I was going to ask you the analogy between (laughs) music and the restaurant technology business, but you nailed it there. And I was a little worried when you were going (laughs) down the path of the, the, um, the artist, uh, being kind of a pain in your side, um, and relating that back to the CIOs and directors of IT that um, you're having to deal with. (laughs) So I'm glad you didn't, you didn't make that analogy. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And, you know, the artists, um, what was so wonderful about them, too, and the, 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 the great artists are they are very they're very driven by their vision and driven by by their creativity. And so, um, you know, our job was always to try to, to capture and protect that. And, yes, sometimes it would get sort of um, it can always get tense, as we know, with all of this you know, business. Um, but it's, it was always to try to drive a really great outcome. And so, and, and I really loved every minute of it. And just like I do with my CIO friends and my, um, my operator and my chef friends. Now you moved to Nashville, obviously for the music industry, but you, you remained up there during this entire time. Um, I'm going to ask a sensitive question there being up in Tennessee. What type of barbecue do you like? Are you, uh, Tennessee barbecue <laughs> fan, Texas style, Georgia style. What is it? Man, I, I love all kinds. Um, um, I love, I mean, Texas and, uh, style is, I mean, I mean, come on. Uh, um, it's, it's wonderful. My favorite is Martin's barbecue here in Nashville, based in Nashville, Tennessee. And it's a bit of a blend. Um, I also really love Memphis style. I think um, there's just a lot of, um, you can see sort of um, the roots of, of Memphis style barbecue and a lot of cooking in the South, as well as other sort of barbecue derivatives. What I also love about the South is that we don't call grilling in the backyard barbecuing. <laughs> where, where, 
when I go back up to the Midwest or out to different parts of the company and people talk about having a barbecue, my mouth starts watering because I'm wondering what type of, of meats I'm going to have. Um, and do I, you know, they got, they got ribs. Have I got, are we talking a dry rub, a wet rub? Like what are we, you know? And, uh, because here we, we grill out is what we do. Barbecue is a specific, you know, obviously art form in how you prepare certain kinds of meats. I got to tell you, Wrong answer. And let me tell you why. You were supposed to say Fair Four enough. Rivers Barbecue was your, your favorite barbecue. but Yes, uh, you're exactly right. But see, <laughs> we don't have a Four Rivers here in Nashville. That's true. And you have other barbecue clients. So, okay, I'll give you that. But next time, we, I have not had it yet, but um, I'm going to be, I mean, obviously COVID has really curtailed travel plans, but, um, you know. You have promised me a good meal when I get there and when we can sort of do this in person. That is that is guaranteed. All right. So you have a very interesting background. I'm going to throw a trick question at you. How would you describe yourself to a blind person in five words or less? Um, Curious, creative, driven, service. I don't know if you're allowed to say humility, but it certainly is a goal of mine. Those would be five words that I would use, um, or at least goals that, um, that I, that I have. I think, you know, somebody asked me once, why, you know, how did my career end up? And, you know, you have people talking about plans, um, you know, laying out career paths. And I guess I, I definitely had had that when going into music, but I realized quickly that I want to pursue things that I, that I have curiosity for and that I can achieve. And I found over, you know, like, you know, getting my tail kicked plenty of times and first the music industry and, and then in the, you know, the, the technology business that the humility piece and staying open-minded, um, always being willing to learn more here, a variety of different, feedback, uh, different opinions, especially from team members and partners is really the best way to continue to sort of pursue down the path of that curiosity and achievement. So that would be for myself. Um, I would say for our company, well, let's talk about for online ordering. I know you didn't ask me this, but it made me think of this. Um, easy online ordering for restaurants. And I, and I, and that's uh, really kind of what we want to be. We want to make it a goal where it is, it is, and it's not always the case with all the technologies and the integrations, but it's easy for consumers. It's easy for guests. We are able to meet them where, where they are and it dovetails into the operator's environment. Well, so that's what I would use for five words. That's awesome. And I think everything you just said nails it both from the personal side, from everything I know about you down to the company that I have intricate knowledge about, you know, working with you on and, um, you know, everything that's involved with that. So let's take a step back. I actually found you while I was looking for a solid online ordering platform um, while I was at my last company. And your success and the product success was easily measured by uh, a average ticket size and B the volume of sales that were coming into our system that we had never experienced before. So we're going to dig right now into the to go technologies online ordering platform. So go ahead, give me your elevator pitch 
about to go. And we're going to dig into it because you let off on a couple key pieces um, during our preamble up to this conversation. But I'm going to go ahead and allow you to talk about to go and why people should be using to go technologies. Uh, number one, you know, some of them are soft reasons. Some of them it's sort of philosophical and some are um, hard or technological. Um, philosophically, I'm really strong. I really believe in partnership. Um, I really believe in service. And those are things that my team believes in. And we really want to go above and beyond to, to, um, to do well. There are, you know, there are numerous technical hurdles and scenarios and situations and countless operational variances um, between brands and their technology infrastructure and how they want, how they want, how they need and want to operate. And a brand from my experience will evolve and develop their operations, you know, to best and most efficiently um, serve the vision of the food and the service and the service style that say the founder, the chef, the, the operator, what they, what to, to sort of the most efficiently and to create sort of the guest, best guest experience possible to, 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 um, you know, to achieve that vision. And so there are oftentimes nuanced differences between, you know, how technology is set up or how operations work. And so we believe that partnership is core to getting the technology to deliver the results that it needs. And so um, we don't want to just say, hey, here's our box. You have to fit into it. We want to say, how can we work together to really enhance um, this experience for your operators and your guests? That's one piece. The other piece is um, we really have tried to take a a, um, a guest first approach. Um, and, and what I mean by that is we want a very simple, uh, very quick, easy to use ordering experience that as thoroughly as possible reflects your brand. And so that's why we do a lot of like our UI, it's very customizable, it's very flexible um, for a platform. And the goal on that is to um, allow brands, um, especially brands that might not have huge budgets to go create custom platforms or custom, you know, um, ordering or mobile apps um, integrated into custom technology environments. Um, and so we really want to serve that guest in that, um, that brand's um, sort of zeitgeist, as it were. Um, to that guest and sort of enhance that. Now, there are certainly similarities, you know, obviously from be, between, you know, our, our platforms and flow, but we are really continu continually working to, um, to sort of carry that brand experience into that guest's, um, that guest's sort of ecosystem. Um, and so what we find is that is what has really helped us drive um, higher than industry average uh, checks for online ordering. Um, I mean, we've got some clients that have, um, that have over 100% checklists um, and had outperformed some previous uh, providers. Um, and, and it's that 
I believe it's, it's that philosophy. Um, easy to use, really reflects the guest's brand. I'm sorry, the, 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 the brand's images, the brand's feel, the brand's look, um, and really sort of dovetails easily into the guest's, um, the, you know, the guest's life. So I, I, you know, like I said, some of that philosophy um, and some of that is sort of the technology. Um, and we want to not stop until it's right and driving results. Um, and so that's what we continually strive to do with, um, with our brand partners. Yeah. And I think you nailed it when you said uh, that creating that best guest and brand relationship, because obviously the restaurants are th- thinking about the guest. That's it's all we think about. How can we make their life easier? Right. How can we, we make the yeah. flow easier for the guests to actually place an order and upsell them all at the same time. So it's a benefit. It's a benefit from the guest side. It's a benefit from the restaurant side in order to be able to raise that average ticket ticket price. But I think the, the ease of use and simplicity is really what drives that average um, ticket size lift uh, because it just, it's just so simple. It's, it's flawless. And however, like you said, it's customizable. And I think, you know, my, my previous company where, you know, we had complexities for the a pizza brand where we had nested modifiers, et cetera. There are, there are many companies out there that A, would not even think about doing something customized and B, they couldn't handle pizza. And there are some online ordering platforms that specialize in pizza, for instance. However, they didn't have all the other features that you brought on board and the simplicity, et cetera. So you're an all around solution. I don't care what you sell, you know, what your food type is. I, I think you fit into every single box that there is. You know, that is our goal. And, um, you know, you, you, you said something that I believe in, and that is, um, in you, you, you were talking about, you know, average check and in basically intimating this, this idea that, um, you know, the guest experience is what drives the average check. I thoroughly believe that. I think if we focus on guest experience and creating a better one, the the, um, the 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 average check will go up. The transaction will be bigger and greater. And so I think we just that's sort of when it comes to ordering, um, that's kind of our north star. And there are certain aspects, for instance, of the enterprise features that you offer that restaurants are now. Um, demanding that an online ordering partner has in place. And it's also conveniences that the consumer really expects as well. And we're going to dig into that a little bit. But first of all, I'm going to talk about one of the features that really uh, prompted us uh, during COVID to reach out to you a little bit more and find out, hey, how can we leverage for COVID? How can we help with the curbside scenario and the the delivery piece scenario. So I know you have a curbside solution that you've been working on. It's implemented. Let's, I think that leads into also the fresh KDS discussion. So let's dig into that for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things that online ordering does, whether it be for pickup or delivery, is it adds a level of convenience that really for a long time, most guests, could really only experience in QSR. It brings that into full service, fast, casual, multiple styles, multiple service styles. Because I can coordinate where I can, you know, place an order um, 
and I can coordinate a, a time, like a pickup time, and I can, I can, you know, I, I can, I can, I can uh, take food with me, whether it be home or have it delivered, and sort of dovetail more quickly into my my lifestyle. Curbside, we saw um, as being an extension of that, and really sort of the new version of sort of as drive-through is with QSR. We see we've, we've seen curbside with the other service styles. It sort of creates a virtual drive-through, if you will. And so a couple of years ago, we thought, man, this, if we can really work and develop technology that enhances curbside and makes that available to the brands and, you know, in, in mass, I mean, the big, the big five, they're going to, and they've been, they will work on this on their own and they've got the budgets and the staff and the developers to really sort of create the, the, the curbside experiences, the drive-through, the delivery, the different service styles. But so let's, let's work to bring this to, you know, the, the, the brands that, that, that maybe don't have the infrastructure, the size, the locations count, um, et cetera. And so what curbside in and of itself at its most pure form is obviously I want to drive into a slot, into a designated parking spot, and I want to have you bring my food out to me. And we get it. And so it's this, the, again, the, the, the sort of the virtual drive-through, as we like to call it, especially for, you know, real estate or, you know, buildings that were not originally conceived to um, have a drive-through window, especially inside of, you know, like I said, other service style, fast, casual, full service, et cetera. But obviously, as you sort of start that down that rabbit hole, you find quickly that um, there are a lot of nuances to make that that better. And so, um, we have a product called Fresh KDS, and um, it's a it's it's you know it's a kitchen display system, um, and it it works in a variety of um, environments. And we sort of looked at it and we said, how can we sort of build and grow off of this to be able to um, help um, you know, let the kitchen, let the, let, you know, help facilitate this curbside relationship. And so, um, we also built like the I'm here, I'm here functionality for sort of the same thing. And so if I am a guest, um, and I'm pulling in to a, um, you know, a curbside slot, if I can quickly let the kitchen know without having to phone call, or if a camera is not in place and usually kitchens and, and um, expo stations and takeout stations are busy. And um, what can, you know, how can I, you know, how can I sort of quickly, easily sort of facilitate the, hey, I'm the check-in, right? And so that's what we really built into the curbside um, functionality and then also into the fresh KDS functionality in specific, in a specific mode we call the takeout mode. And so, um, you know, whether it's through one of our native apps or through even just our, our web ordering, um, you know the the, K, the this the fresh KDS platform is the one that sort of helps um, um, facilitate that relationship. It will you know it'll text the guest um, an I'm here link. It'll text the guest statuses. You know my order is being received. It's being prepared. It's ready to go. You know press this link when you get here and let us know you're here. And it'll flash and tell us. And it can print things like labels and drive you know customer facing order status boards and all of these things that we see to really facilitate and um, and enhance that curbside relationship between the guest and the restaurant, the operators. Because at the end of the day, if we can work, like I said, sound like a broken record to create a better 
uh, more seamless guest experience, then um, and that dovetails into the operations, um, everybody's happier. So that the, the curbside functionality, it will, it will, you know, it'll do those things. It'll also, you can fire orders based on it. You know, if, if, especially in the QSR world, if we wanted to have an order fire and, and we see this with the, the, like I said, the big five, um, you know, Chick-fil-A is sort of a, of a, a gold standard when it comes to, um, 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 the, their, you know, their curbside, um, technology. But, you know, when I'm here and I'm pressing, I'm here, we can fire that into the kitchen. We can release it from a held state in a POS. Um, we can also um, use, you know, uh, geofencing um, to basically um, fire at certain, certain thresholds. Um, but, you know, we really like the I'm here piece because whether it's uh, from a text message, an email, the web um, receipt, or one of our native mobile apps, we're able to sort of present that to the, give that to the guest, that tool to the guest in a variety of formats where just geofencing is hard because it's um, a, re- a guest, you know, you got to rely on the guest to have um, geolocation enabled, you know, and those kinds of things. So, and I think then when COVID hit, it became such a, you know, we were, restaurants were obviously struggling to figure out how to, you know, um, serve guests in this sort of new world we were all thrust into in March. And um, this became a big, a big piece of that because now I can facilitate an outdoor transaction. I can facilitate, I have a drive through if I, if I, if I, if I don't have a window um, and guests don't have to get out of their cars, they can just, like I said, press buttons. And so fresh KDS is, is the, the, the receiving end on that, but it's not replacing POS and integration. The integration is still there and works and fires and all of those kinds of things. It's, it's enhancing it so that we can, um, you know, try to create a better guest experience. And when I had first reached out to you with my challenge of being at a company that I inherited a very ancient micro setup, and I was basically told on the version number we're on, we could not do KDS, specifically the micros KDS version. And I said, Sean, how can I solve for this? And you brought up the, the fresh KDS situation where we could initiate a KDS system regardless of what equipment yeah. we are on or what version we are on. This just sits above that yeah. and it plays nicely with everything. Yeah. And the the byproduct really of during COVID was the I am here function. So that that was a win-win scenario when you start to look at your product and what it does. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. And that's the thing that makes me, I mean, excited. I mean, you know, Skip, it's been, you know, I've obviously, I've obviously watched with, um, you know, with you, with, uh, with your restaurants and your sales and, and others as well, just, you know, how this type of technology has really helped. And um, that is probably the most encouraging piece to it to sort of help be, um, you know, getting to be sort of part of it sounds uh, I don't don't mean to sound cheesy with this but just you know kind of getting to be part of the solution and to to really sort of help um you know help our our help restaurants and help brands navigate and in some cases not only just survive but dare I say move towards thriving inside of the new digital digital world so that's that's great you had mentioned a little few minutes ago about you know, competing against the big four online ordering platforms out there and the staff and developers they have available to them. You've grown quite a bit since I've first known you. Tell me a little bit about the growth and kind of what is the future of to-go technologies. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
Yeah, I think when we first met, we were much, much smaller. And um, we have grown exponentially, um, especially over the past year. Um, I think, you know, I'm thinking 300 plus percent. Um, you know, we started off with um, a handful of Motley crew, and, you know, now we're up to about 70 employees, most of which are engineer and ops folks. Um, and, um, you know, we've got, um, we're serving, I don't know, thousands of locations um, with, you know, with our products. And so I think, you know, we are processing um, it's hundreds of millions of dollars in transactions per year. I mean, it's, it's really, it's millions per week. And um, we feel like we're just getting started. Um, we have a lot of, um, a lot of vision about um, how we want to create a better um you know, like I said, a better experience and relationship between the, the brand and the, and the guest. And, um, you know, just there's so much, there's so much opportunity to in sort of the new world. And, and it's not just opportunity for sales on both sides, on ours, on the guests, um, uh, you know, on restaurants. Um, it is an opportunity to sort of elevate um, what it means to interact via e-commerce with restaurants. And so we're, we're doubling down, you know, um, we, um, we, we, we've been uh, approached by a lot of folks to do investments and, uh, um, um, and we, we did one earlier this year and really to accelerate growth. And so, um, you know, we're, we're excited. Um, we've got a really a great team, um, offices in here in Nashville and in Birmingham, and then kind of spread out distributed throughout the, um, throughout the, the country, even, even down, towards your neck of the woods. And so um, we've got, you know, folks all over the place. And so it's a, it's a great family of, of people. And um, I just feel privileged and honored to get to be, you know, to get to work with them all. I consider you and a, great CIOs and operators like you, my friend. Oh, you're trying to make up for that four rivers barbecue. <laughs> comment, <aren't laughs> That's <you>? right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. I'm just trying to make up. <laughs> I appreciate that. Now I consider you part of, of, a major initiative in regards to that off-premise strategy that everybody's trying to solve for. Because at the end of the day, I'm looking at from my perspective, CIO, and I've I've examined many companies. I've you know I've looked at more than a dozen online ordering companies. I've brought you on board for the last two companies I've worked at for multiple reasons: ease of use, um, quick deployment, very very rapid deployment. Your service and your team are phenomenal. You know they're dedicated to the purpose of making it happen, and they become a true partner in that relationship. And another piece, which, you know, is often overlooked, but from a CFO's perspective, you're allowed to bring in your own processor if you want. However, if you're a smaller company, you, you don't care about your credit card processing, you've got a built-in solution where we can do processing through you. So you're, you're very flexible in what you do. You don't set these stringent guidelines of, hey, if you come with us, this is exactly what you do and you can't do this and you can't do that. For instance, integrations, which I think is part of your enterprise features that is attractive to larger companies. I've sent some pretty large customers to you and they have they have gone down the path of go technologies because of your enterprise features, such as, you know, I'm gonna speak from my perspective, but you can elaborate as you want, integration with Patronix, that's our loyalty and gift card company. You uh, created a integration with them and you made that happen. Delivery as a service, which is a very hot topic. Anybody who listens to my podcast knows that I'm all about the whole native delivery and delivery as a service concept as it allows the 
restaurants to be able to retain their guest information and reduce some of their third-party costs. And you created that as well. What I also yep. like, last week I had on the show Omnivore, which I I yeah. I consider you both key components of my tech stack. You Those two companies alone, To-Go Technologies and Omnivore, I think are critical to my tech stack, not only here, but wherever I go, whatever happens in the future. And if anybody ever asks me, what would you suggest? Those are the two companies I would put at the top of the plate. And I have done that. And if people have listened, they realize, hey, this is a solid solution. We may not have heard of them before. They're not the big four, like you said, but holy cow, they've got the feature set that we really need at a cost that we can afford. Well, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, thanks for, uh, you know, they, thanks for saying that. And I, you know, the, um, the omnivores, they have been great partners with us and, um, and we, you know, they, they are, they are doing a lot of, um, a lot of great, a lot of neat things and a lot of great things. And I think, you know, and so we have, we are fortunate to work in, a, in, um, in, um, a lot of environments with them. And, you know, integrations in general, it's, um, it is, you know, whether it's loyalty or, um, payments or gift or POS or, uh, delivery as a service third party, um, you know, it's a key piece to sort of like, you know, we were talking sort of dovetailing into that, um, into that restaurant ecosystem because, you know, people are, we all know the tablet, um, sort of the, the, you know, the, the, the tablet, um, purgatory, I guess, um, of sort of lots of different tablets and things like that for e-commerce. And so we want to be able to work quickly and work in a variety of uh, scenarios with a variety of integrations so that we can, um, really, you know, power that, that, guest focused e-commerce experience. And, um, and so, um, that's, that's, it's encouraging. And, and I love that you, that you'd had, um, uh, omnivore on the week before. I think that, uh, that, that that's a lot of fun. And, you know, we've got a pretty small knit, you know, industry in general and, um, you know, we, we get to see each other at trade shows, although we used to back when we used to have those. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to, um, get to continually interact with and, and, you know, hear and, and see folks that we like. And, and, um, I would say that about, um, the omnivore folks. So omnivore last week to go this week, next week, I have an upcoming series on food lockers. And the reason I'm doing this, because oh, I, wow. yeah. yeah, I feel this is such a trending issue. And the first time I ever heard about a food locker and integrating into systems, I always call you with these random questions. I'm like, hey, Sean. <laughs> I love it. I'm Sean, the senior management has just requested about food lockers. Do you know anything about that? Can we integrate? And you said, by the way, yes, we do. We integrate with a company called Apex, which is my guest next week. So maybe you can lead that in a little awesome. bit and, and talk about uh, your relationship and how food lockers can integrate with to-go technologies. That, that, absolutely. So again, another great company, and we have certainly enjoyed working with them. Um, and we have worked with them in, um, in several, uh, environments, both university and restaurant. And, um, you know, the, the folks at Apex, they share a lot of the same values, you know, hardworking, really want to make a great, um, a great experience for both the guest and the operators. Um, and so I, I really, I really, um, I love the integration that we've got. 
um, essentially it's integrated with the, the fresh KDS product. And, um, when, when it's enabled it, you know, um, the, the, when you go to bump automatically, when you bump, um, the order off of the screen, it will reach out to apex and get the, uh, the codes to unlock the locker so that the, the operator, um, can put the food in the, in the correct locker cubby. And then, uh, once that's done, um, the fresh KDS will automatically text the locker codes and the QR codes out to the guest. And so then they just have to walk up and scan either the QR code or enter it and it'll pop open the right locker. And so they, um, like I said, great. They have just been great partners and great to work with. And so um, I'm looking forward to hearing your interview with um, with those folks uh, next week. And I think you'll you'll enjoy it quite a bit. Even though people don't believe it, there is a method behind my madness on these shows. <laughs> We're finally tying them all together. <laughs> I so learned that. People understand. You know, you've got so much going on. When you wake up in the morning, I got to ask, what is the number one priority for you that day? <laughs> I shouldn't say it, but it's first checking my email. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's, that's not whole, allowed. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not allowed. Exactly. I know we're not supposed to do that. Um, honestly, it is, especially these days on, as we grow, how do I help empower, grow, lead my team to serving our restaurant partners better? How do we how do we respond quickly? How do we develop the tech both to satisfy sort of the arc of where the industry is heading, but also the immediate needs on the ground? And how can I sort of be better at leading and guiding that team? Um, where can I be of the most value out in the uh, business, out in the industry, and then also um, you know, here at home with our, you know, our, 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 our company. And, um, and so that changes from every day and some days it's diving into the middle of a fire. Um, you know, some days it's, it's, you know, working with our product folks. Um, some days it's getting out of the way of our implementation team <laughs> and not feeding back. Um, and so it's just, it just is different each day. Um, and then I think the other thing is really contemplating, and this is, I don't spend, an, I, I want, I have a goal to spend hours each week sort of contemplating where the industry is heading, where our company's heading, and how we, um, you know, really work to serve guests and operators in the next, not only three, six, nine, 12 months, but, you know, three, four, five years. And so, um, that's something that I really um, I love doing, and um, I don't don't get to do enough of, but do try to make time every week to do sort of that contemplation of you know where are we heading with this, and how can we build technology for um, you know brands of all sizes that make functionality that the you know the big restaurant companies, the the Chick Fil A's, the McDonald's of the world, the Starbucks, the Panera's how can we do a better job at equalizing the playing field from a technology standpoint for the brands, the smaller brands that don't have maybe the bandwidth or the budget to, um, to develop it on their own, both now and as that technology evolves. 
so I think those two things, industry, like where are we heading and how can I best serve and, and, and empower our people? Well, unfortunately, you truly exposed your number one priority, and that's checking email. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I did. That's it. Well, so when you're checking your email, i got to ask you, because um, I grew up in the days of spell checker, right? So what words, when you're typing the email, what words do you always struggle to spell correctly? Because I'm always having to uh, use my spell corrector to spell same exact words. Tell me. Oh, my gosh. Um, predominantly? You know, the, the, there's another one. The one that always is reverse is QA, you know, quality assurance testing. Whenever I am entering QA, mine always changes it to Washington as is the, as the state. And I have no idea why, but I keep trying to teach it not to, but it won't. Um, so that's the, uh, you know, the autocorrector version. So um, that, that, that's just saying you're not admitting to any mistakes. That's all. <laughs> you're, you're, you're <laughs> saying that's exactly right. Yeah, you're saying the computer is making decisions for you, which is a scary thought altogether. I'll tell you what, the <laughs> funny story behind this, the word I can never spell is chrysanthemum. And let me tell you the story behind uh, that. Of course. I have, I have family I, I members. I now, by the way. <laughs> neither can I. I have members listening, family <laughs> members listening to the show. They're laughing their butts off right now because when I was, I think it was eighth grade, I was in a spelling bee competition and I was doing quite well, but everybody else was getting words like competition, uh, uh, mm-hmm. picture frame or, or picture or security. And I walk up there, I'm in the final rounds and he throw me chrysanthemum and my parents were in the office. <laughs> my parents were in the audience as well as some of my, my friend's parents. And to this day, they tease me to the fact that I just went white and I blurted out something that just didn't make sense at all. So today, to this date, I cannot spell chrysanthemum, nor do I want to, because I'm mentally scarred about it. That's absolutely it. And you know what? It is that. It's like they, they become these mental blind spots. And, and so, you know, I'm thankful for spell check because, you know, and the autocorrect, except for when it's changing QA to Washington. But other than that, um, it's uh, it definitely makes me... Um, come across in writing, you know, a lot more, uh, a lot better of a speller than I, re- than I really am. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, we certainly digress there. How does somebody learn more information about to go technologies and who do they reach out to? You can reach out to us on LinkedIn or, or fresh technology, uh, go to the website to go technologies.com. And then, you know, if you want to learn more about the fresh KDS product, you can go to fresh KDS.com. Um, and, uh, you know, we always, uh, reach out to us, you know, in, like I said, in LinkedIn and, um, I, I always love talking to folks, um, you know, forgive me if, um, if I don't, um, respond quickly, but, um, there's some, there's some folks in our team that, uh, will do so obviously, you know, very, very fast. It has been such a fun time to have you on today. I always love talking to you. You know that we talk a couple times a week, it seems like, and uh, we always bounce ideas off each other. And I really appreciate that collaboration. Please tell your team to keep up all the amazing work they've been doing. Keep developing innovative things to help restaurants and don't change a thing about how you've been leading them as whatever formula you've done, it's working and it's a success. So congratulations to you. And once again, Thank you for sharing everything today with our listeners. Man, my pleasure. Thank you, Skip. It's been great to be here, and I look forward to, uh, to a lot more to come. 
During my time with you on The Tech Chef, I have had several vendors and tech partners on this show that I really believe in from a vendor and partner strategy. I don't give my recommendations out very often, and when I do, please take note, as they have proven results for me as a CIO and also from a company perspective to increase efficiency and profitability. I'll leave it at that. And as always, remember you can reach out to me on anything social from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And of course, you can always go to the website at skipkimple.com to get the show notes and be able to listen to all the previous episodes. As a reminder for this next month, don't forget about our contest with DTIQ, who are giving away a massive video equipment and analytics package valued at $3,900. Just visit skipkimple.com forward slash contest. Deadline to get your entry in is November 22nd, so we can announce our big winner on the Thanksgiving Day episode. Next Tuesday, from our progressions of discussion here on the Tech Chef podcast, I have Apex Supply Chain Technologies to discuss the Food Locker business case. I see this as a trending technology only invigorated by COVID, so this is going to begin a mini-series on Food Locker technology. Now, I know I have people listening from over 40 countries, but for those of you in the U.S., tomorrow is a very important day for us as we celebrate and honor Veterans Day. Thank you to all of you who have fought for our wonderful country and all of the sacrifices you have made to protect our country and our rights. I beg of all of you to never forget what our country stands for during this tumultuous time as our country fights internally on how we proceed forward. Our military will always honor what we feel is the most appropriate foot forward for our democracy. We truly live in the greatest nation of all times. One way to celebrate this is to join Robert Irvine's foundation in a virtual celebration through an online performance tonight at 9 p.m. by several of our patriotic artists who believe in preserving our nation. Thank you so much, Robert Irvine, for making this happen. To join in and learn more, go to robertirvinefoundation.org. God bless all of you and God bless America. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay hungry, my friends. Oh,